Oh, yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Chana. As uh, you guys know, I'm the Techno Dad, and I'm here with Joe, Mike, and Ron. What's going on, guys? Hello, hello. What is up, everyone? Doing good, man. Doing good. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got there some it is feedback. On the oh, that's Michael called, I think. Does that. You look guilty Always. right there. Yeah, I do. <laughs> He's scrambling to touch <laughs> the button. I'm about to do it, too, because... Well, it's crazy, because you got to keep two windows open the way this thing works. And so one of them is the live stream, and one of them is kind of the behind the scenes. And There you go. I have to do so it, too. So if you don't, have, if you don't have your volume down on your speakers, you get that double whammy. It's like, well, the thing is, you can't, you can't go in and mute it, because we have to go into our own channel to... Yep. to uh, to be able to talk to you guys, right? Yeah. And so it, you're not able to turn down the volume because it's not live yet. So you have to wait till it's live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. Anyway, that's my excuse. Um, all right, let me get set up so I can talk to everybody. There we go. Hey, Jana, I took your advice. Wireless keyboard and mouse here. Oh, nice. What's up, everyone? How's everybody doing? Um, what is going on? Hope everybody had a great weekend. Did you do? Oh, who do we Pretty got normal. here? Kanga Empire, Techno Dad. Who's that? Regular guy audio. RGA in the house. The vinyl guru is here, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? Right. Hey, you know what we got to figure out is how to get the combined chat from all of our. All of our channels, all on the screen. That's what I have mean. it yeah. here. I, I'm I have it here on mine. And what's funny is like I, um, on the, in Streamyard, I have a little, like down arrow by my name. I can actually just type for all of us. Right. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. So well, I can. Test. So we can all see the live comments. Look, we just can't. Look, oh, it's wow. a test on all your things. <laughs> oh, you're replying wow. for me. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Hello, all. Dude. And then I can change it, obviously, just to myself. But I had no idea it did that until. Oh, that's hilarious! That's yeah. awesome. But I can just—I'm just going to change it to just me. So if sense. you haven't noticed, guys, what we're trying to do is stream on all four of our channels at one time. Yeah. And so right. we're still kind of this is our second week of doing that. So there's definitely some some things that we're trying to figure out because on our end, like I know because Chana technically. Um, he's hosting this one, even though we're streaming it across all four of our platforms. Um, he can I see comment. All the chats. Yeah, and you can comment. And you see all the chats. We can too, but we can't comment. Mm-hmm. Only we can only comment on our own channel. So, um, so if you say something and it doesn't get our attention, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. That's right. That's we're right. trying to figure out a way to way to make it all work together but you know hey, you know what i think would be a good idea is maybe we should make some um some notes of the timestamps if somebody could take notes or something <laughs> so we don't have to do it later oh, yeah of like when we ask a new question anyway just an idea anyway joe just volunteered to take notes guys that's what i heard <laughs> Isn't joe, uh, i'm handling all kinds of stuff over here <laughs> I'm not... boom all right Got folks from all around the world. Glad to have you guys tonight, man. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah, who do we yeah, have in the sure. in, in here? Obviously, we got all kinds of people in here. This is gonna be awesome. So, how are you guys doing? First of all, that's most importantly. How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling out there? How are you guys feeling? 
I thought it was funny today. I want I needed to uh, start really evaluating those Cornwalls. And so my wife was like, what do you need to do? I'm like, oh, I just need to blast music for three hours in the living room. And she's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much because I usually do that stuff when she's at work and obviously not working um, <clears throat> like a lot of people. So so it was just kind of funny. And then she needed to work out and needed to be in the living room. So she's just doing exercises, with all this <laughs> loud music. And she looks at me. She's like, "This pretty loud. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's all awesome. right. Um, yes, it is. So that's me. That's what about you guys? What are you guys up to? Oh man. Um, you guys go. You guys Yeah, go it's okay. Uh, yeah, a lot of people already know this, and I appreciate all the comments on the community page here for uh NRD. But um yeah, Sarah Sarah took a fall on her bike and she hurt herself pretty bad. It was it was wild. It was a rough week. Um, but uh she's on the men, she's doing great actually. So um last week was a little little gnarly here with the Bernays, but we're doing okay. What was our conversation? They're watching the kids. That's like the hardest job ever. That's oh, no man. joke. Whatever job that, you know you think is hard, watching three kids. Yeah. Okay. My wife is a saint, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Michael, what have you been up to, man? And I've been building a projector shelf. <laughs> Dude, I am like the most least handyman in the world and so i head up to lowe's to to get all the parts and components <laughs> and i just happened to run into a friend of mine that lives here in plant city and he said uh say hey, what you doing I'll I'll help you build- uh, he's like what are you doing i'm building a shelf for that projector he's like why don't you call me i'm like i'm calling you and so he, <laughs> we went by his house grabbed some tools went by lowe's took some measurements at the house so it was cool man so got that. i saw the i saw some photos I yeah, saw man. some photos and, um, you know, first of all, props for getting that set up. Yeah, nothing super fancy, but it works it, good. Well, it doesn't look like Ron Bernays work. You know, mm-hmm. he gets fancy with the woodwork oh, stuff. Man. Look, oh, look man. at behind gets, him, those red stripey yeah, things. He gets, yeah. He gets, he gets crazy with that. I mean, I don't know if it's on that level, that, but. Um, I'm were, just were you showing your baby. guns or are you pointing back there? <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> tell, Ron. <laughs> you mean, you guys mean these shells back here? I, 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 I still can't tell. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it so, you got your your projector set up. Yeah, yeah. So just we watched. Um, oh my goodness, what was the movie Extraction? Have y'all uh, seen that? No, mm-hmm. no. So with a um, oh, the Heming- Hemingway Netflix? dude. Yeah, it just came out on Netflix, brand new. Um, Chris Hemmings, we I always forget his last name. Thor, basically that dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Helmsworth. Helmsworth, whatever. Dude, I tell you what, it was pretty cool. It was definitely pretty cool. Well, Very cool. it's, it's hard to tell if you like the projector because you're almost always smiling no matter what. Hey, so that's not like I can tell the just a smile. little bit bigger. I just, a little I bit just, bigger. I just say, yeah, you got to look at the eyes. If the eyes, eyes. get big, man, you're like, yeah. yeah. So okay, the yeah. eyes, the eyes are into the. That's how I know my wife is pissed off. The eyes get real big. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, but otherwise, everybody's feeling okay. Yeah, oh, good man. You guys yeah. out there, you guys yeah. feeling okay? You yeah, know what, what the secret you, is? The secret is to stay busy. That's busy. the secret. You know, you've been staying busy, Joseph. Oh my, um, I was up till like I don't know, like nine a.m. So. I know. I I shot you a message at like noon. I'm like, oh, Joe's gonna get back to me at like four, <laughs> like right before the podcast because he was probably up. Sleepy, like, sleepy. Yeah, nine a.m. Yeah, almost almost every night. Just you know, just working hard. 
Yeah, what have you been working on, Joe? What do you what do you got going on? Oh, well, you guys already know. Um I've I've kind of like teased it out there that I'm doing this online trade show, first digital trade show that I've even seen for sure the first one here uh in the hi-fi industry. And I just you know, it's something brand new, so I want to make sure it's done right. And it's very very tricky, you know, when there's no when it's brand new, there's no model mm-hmm. to base it off of, right? right. And so you're kind of yeah. making it up as you go. And so I'll be honest, it's very uh, it's very stressful because I've promised you guys that it's going to be awesome. I'm promising you guys that it's going to be awesome. And so I like to deliver on my promises. Right. And if you know me, if you know me, you know, if you've ever watched any of my videos, when I put time and effort into a video, if I go crazy on it, it's going to look pretty good. Oh, yeah. Know? It's going to look good. Um, so. That that's a thing. I want to make sure this looks good. I, you know what? I can tease a little something for you. I'll show you Let's the logo. It. Let's I, check it out. I don't know if you have that on screen, Chana. But I had my my designer come it up come up with the the logo. It's going to be yeah. called the Hi Fi Summit. Getting a little sneak peek, guys. There you go. It's called the Hi Fi Summit, and the color scheme he chose here. I told him, you know what? Uh, our demographic is more the younger demographic. You know, thirty five. I guess thirty five is still younger um, yeah. when you're talking about Hi Fi. Yeah, so I'm not young anymore. Uh, well, 35 to 45, let's just say. You in there? Yep. Still not young. Oh, you're in. You're, you're, you're 44. Well, okay. Michael yeah, remembers yeah, yeah. those days. Yeah, I'm 44, so, so I'm okay. I'm still young. So we wanted to, you wanted to make it look clean, right? So you made a, like, a little mock-up here. So we wanted to make it look clean and new, but we also wanted it to kind of harken back to like an old the old school days, you know, like the 70s. Like a lot of these people who are uh, who are the owners of these companies, they might not be 35 to 45. And so we wanted to appeal to them and let them know, like, hey, back in, remember the heyday of, of hi-fi in the 70s? You know, we could make that happen again. Right. That's awesome. So we wanted to kind of do both look new, exciting, but we wanted Fresh. to look old school also. So anyway, that's that's basically that. Um, yeah, I sh- I've shown you guys. How we got we got we got a deeper sneak peek. Yes, it, look, it looks sweet, guys. Yeah, you guys got to look. You guys are really gonna enjoy it. Yeah, uh, and so right now, if you were to go to the HiFiSummit.com, right now you're just gonna see a countdown. So right now, we're looking at 59 days till the actual event. It's gonna be a five day event. 59 days. That's very that's very short period of time, you know, for a trade show. If you've ever uh, been part of a trade show, you know that th- you know you start promoting way before that. Mm-hmm. So this is a special case right now because you know all the stuff that's going on. I decided to make this because a lot of the trade shows are being uh, are being canceled, and so these companies have new products to promote. What are they going to do? You know, a lot of them don't have great social networks, or you know, they don't have uh, they don't have access to you guys because they're not used to talking to you guys on a regular basis, right? So they, you know, some of them have pretty decent Facebook following, but a lot of times some of these bigger companies don't have a lot of people on YouTube. And so we're going to make it easy for them to, to show their products. And I would love for all of you guys to be part of it and, uh, you know, spread the word, join right now. uh, It says buy tickets. You can't buy tickets yet. I'm thinking maybe in a day or two that should be open to the public and you'll be able to buy tickets. I'm going to do a early bird special for you guys. And I wanted to just make it very as inexpensive as possible. 
right? And for all the people who have always wanted to go to a trade show but couldn't because it's too far, they didn't want to travel for whatever reason, well, I want to give you that as much of that experience as possible, right? As close Now's to that experience chance. as possible. So there's a few things we cannot do, all right? This, I'll, here's what, I, what the website cannot do. Uh, you're not going to be able to shake hands with some of these people. That's not going to happen on the website. You know, nope. uh, an audio demo, you can't do an audio demo on a website. But pretty much everything else, everything else, everything else you can do, um, you can kind of replicate. And um, yeah, I've shown it to a few people. I've shown it to some potential competitors, right? So I'm talking about other, other people who might have been interested in doing something like this. And, and they're like, nope, <laughs> we ain't doing that. Yeah, I showed them what I'm up to. Like, all right, never mind. Uh, I'm good. They're like, we'll I'll let you I'll, take care I'll, of that. I'll support you and what you're doing. So yeah. that's that's how it is. That's how awesome. it is. Really, Joe's cool. got Thanks, Joe's so. got a big vision for this, guys, and it really this is his heart behind this, and we're just helping, you know. So um, definitely, it's going to be exciting. He's got. He's just a. I I shared with Joe kind of off camera that you know he's a visionary, um, and he's a dreamer, but he knows how to make those dreams come true kind of thing. You know, it's not just like pie in the sky. It'd be great to do this. No, he, he comes up with an idea and he figures out a way to make it happen. So um, I'm pretty excited. I know these guys are, are excited as well. It's going to be oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, we got oh, some yeah. crazy things in the, in, in the works right now. Oh, see, like, see, the thing is ideas are one thing, right? A lot of people have ideas. Ideas yep. are cool. You need to have ideas. But the other part of that is executing. Execution. Mm -hmm. And yep. so that's why I've been spending so much time and like, you know, taking naps in the middle of the day to get the minimal amount of sleep. I'm trying to sacrifice what I can to He's make this happen at this time. And yep. so execution is where it's really at and the ability to execute and the willingness to execute. That's where it's at. And so, you know, um, one of the things I'm excited about is uh, Techno Dad. What are we what are we talking about oh, over here, man? Um, so the show is what five days? Is that right? It's gonna be June five twenty sixth yeah. to thirtieth. So, what makes a good um, trade show is the after party, ladies and gentlemen. I uh -oh. will be your after party uh -oh. host uh -oh. every night. Every and night, we're gonna have the some sick beats, guys. That's right. I'll be cooking up fresh beats here in the studio, and uh, you know it's gonna be broadcast to everyone in that in the rooms. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. And um, we're gonna have like theme nights. You know, you can come dressed up if you like. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty awesome. I'm pretty stoked about it. We're gonna have that, fun with it. We're gonna try it out. See what happens. That's, that's cool, man. Solomon says, uh, Joe is someone who has never been to a trade show. I live in Saudi Arabia. I'd like to thank you for allowing me to hopefully experience this, man. That's wow, awesome, that's man. Cool. That's, that's oh, that's you'll, cool. you'll be um, able to experience this. You'll be able to experience this. It's that is one. That is one of the downfalls to trade shows is that typically, unless you live close. A lot of guys can't make the trip because you've got to have airfare, you've got to have hotel, you got to get transportation, then you got to eat while you're on the road and while you're there, it all adds up. And so a lot of people are like, man, I'd love to go to this or that. Well, we're bringing it to you. We're bringing it mm -hmm. to your laptop. We're bringing it to your home. And uh, man, appreciate that. Great yeah, comment. Actually, if uh, I know a lot of you guys know how to route your YouTube feed or whatever through your stereo system because that's Ooh. that's what you're gonna definitely want to do crank right? it up mm -hmm. you're gonna right. want to bump that crank it up mm -hmm. we have turn some cool it stuff. up we I, don't have know, some... 
I'm kind of yeah. hoping that we might have some giveaways or some stuff like that. Oh, so, so, we don't even want to step oh, foot in that realm. You know what? They don't, I don't think I, that's. I don't think I'm, they can handle that. They can't handle it. It might be good think, though. It might be a good idea. It just might be a good idea. Just throwing that out there, you know. Well, here's the, here's the deal. All right, so let me just kind of explain here. I kind of hinted at it uh, in that video where I was talking about the idea, and it's basically this. A lot of times, these companies spend way too. You'd if if I told you how much these companies spent on traditional <clears> trade <throat> shows, you'd be like, "Are you serious? That is a ridiculous amount," and. It's crazy. It's crazy how much they spend on these trade shows because they have to ship all their stuff. Mm -hmm. If they got people manning the room, they got to get all those people there, fly them in. They got to put them in hotels. Those them. People gotta eat. So mm -hmm. yeah. they're not going to be eating some cheap stuff, right? So they mm -hmm. go out to nice dinners. And so that gets very expensive. Yep. And so if you saw the bill at the end of the day, you'd be amazed. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I'm telling these companies, I'm talking to all the biggest companies. Think of the biggest companies in, in audio, aside from Let's say Bose or something. But think of the biggest. <laughs> I'm not talking to oh, Beast. Just, just think about the biggest companies. I'm talking to all of them. I'm telling about this. They're loving it. And they're giving us uh, their feedback. So yeah. they're helping us, you know, make it better. And I'm telling them, like, look, you don't have to spend all this crazy money on, uh, you know, well, you can't. So even if they wanted to do a trade show and spend all that money, they couldn't. Yeah. The shows a lot of them are canceled, right? And so the uh audio file, I see your deaf audio file, I see your, your question. I'll get to it. So um yeah, basically they there there's no real option, right? And so what I'm saying is I'm telling them I'm gonna charge you as low as I possibly can for these companies, and instead I want them to do some awesome giveaways. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about ridiculous giveaways. I'm not talking about like eh, no no, Fair I want them to go. Speakers. You know, yeah. if they were going to spend, if they're going to spend what, 50 G's. Yeah. Well, that's right? the reality. It's, you know it's expensive because my last job, I was um, in charge of trying to figure out how much we were able to, um, what it would cost to do a booth at a convention. And it was going to cost $40,000 just for our booth. Then you have to rent that space. Yeah. You have to pay just to get it off. Uh, I mean, it was insane. It was probably going to cost us about $60,000 every single time we went to a show. Okay, there you go. So, so it's, an, it's, it's a huge amount. It really, really is. Number, right? Think of that number divided by like, you know, five or six or, you know, more, right? And then with the rest, let's say you have 50 Gs extra, right? What if you were to do $50,000 worth of giveaways? How? What kind of what kind of publicity would that be? Would you guys mm -hmm. out there like that? Would you, you in the chat? Like Does that, that sound good? Would you like it if some of these companies, some of the favorite companies that we talk about all the time, would you like it if they did, you know, a twenty thousand dollar giveaway of all kinds of products, thirty thousand? You know, would that yeah. be would that would that be enticing? You let me know, dude. You're Compared. enticing me already. What's going yeah, on? Here? Just, you got a five thousand dollar system, two thousand dollar system. Yeah, yeah, they can do I mean, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool if one company does it, right? But how about if, you know, a bunch of companies, what if all these companies are doing that? That's what I'm talking about, you know? So we'll, we'll see. And then we got Ron Bernay over here. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tap you to, to go and reach out to the, some of the higher end guys and let them know what's going on. You got you know. it, man. You got you my got back it. on this. I got your back. Hey, yeah. Wilson. I got it. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> 
Now, Wilson, you may just get a pair of bookshelf speakers, but yeah, I don't you think could, anybody would be know. complaining I mean, of those. They'll, they'll give you the terminal that you plug with your <laughs> there wires. You go, man. Like, there right. you go, man. There you go. Put it on 70. a shelf. <laughs> Ron, yeah. you got some speaker cable uh, connects, right? Like contacts? Oh, yeah. And some big Mac Daddy speaker cables. Joey, what, what were you thinking for uh, ticket pricing? You were going to answer that question yeah, earlier. So ticket pricing. Now, I was looking at ticket pricing for a traditional trade show, right? And I'm seeing like 24, 25 bucks for a day, right? Now, here's the thing. What you have to understand is when you go to a trade show, it's not going to be 24 bucks and that's it. Because how much is parking? Mm -hmm. 18 yep. bucks for parking. Yep. Every day. Right? Every single day that you're there. You got to eat too. So you got to pay for all that. So at the end of the day, you're not going to spend $24. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking for a day. All right, so it's gonna be five days for a day. If it's twenty four bucks, let's say if I just follow that same model, twenty four dollars, right? Um, but let's say if I make the five day pass, forty nine bucks, right? It's kind of a no brainer, like forty nine bucks for all five days. And maybe I, you know, what I should do is I'm gonna do an early bird special and make it so it's twenty four bucks for the five days. If they sign Ooh. up for like the first thirty in within the first thirty days, let's say, mm. right? I'll make it just twenty five bucks, twenty four dollars for all five days. Wow, that's a that's less than five dollars a day. It's fantastic. Less than your cup of coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's the plan. With the possibility of of winning uh, some sort of big prize, right? Well, I, I'm I don't know. I mean, I mean, possibility, possibility. Fingers crossed. I want to win good. something. Can I win? So here's the here's the trick: is I gotta. I need all you guys, everybody who's watching. I need you guys, right, to convince these companies that they should do it, right? But at the same time, I need the companies to do it so that I can show you guys, hey, this is what the actual giveaways are. So it's kind of hand in hand. I need I need everybody kind of work together on it. So it's a combined effort. Yeah, that's that's basically. That's I will show you right now. Pretty basically, awesome. Uh, in the next few days, I'm going to open it up so you can buy the your tickets. I'm going to have a demo on the website so you can see what's going on inside. And um, the other thing is we're going to obviously have seminars that, you know, you expect at a, at a conference, right? You expect to see uh, seminars. So seminars, we're going to have those. That's going to yep. be available for free to everybody, right? If and you, you don't get that at trade shows. Yeah, no. I want the time those are extra. Yeah, yeah. You guys can all watch all the seminars. No problem. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. And, and so the, the thing is, um, if you cannot afford to spend anything, and I understand that that's the case for a lot of people right now, you know, um, I, I understand that. And so if it is the case, if it's the case that you can't uh, pay the $24 for, you know, if you can't do that even, then after the show is over, I'm going to open up the website to everyone. So everything that you could have seen during the five days, you're going to be able to see it. Great idea. For a week or so. So yeah. no, just be certain, there'll just be certain perks. You won't, you know, be able to, to access like probably yeah. the giveaways. Yeah. That's the only thing, right? Yeah. The giveaways are going to be limited time. So yeah. if yeah. all you want to do is be able to see all the new stuff, you'll be able to see it. So it's going to be free. You know, the seminars are free uh, during, right. And then after a week, it's going to be open to the general public anyway. So you have options. You have options. If you want to be there, if you're the type who wants to be there, 
<laughs> Somebody saying booth babes and bikinis. I want to be there, man. <laughs> We're going to have a live chat so you guys can all talk to each other and tell each other like, hey, make sure to check out this. Make sure to check out that. It's going to be a great time. It's awesome. Very cool. Insane idea. I'm liking the comments. I'm going to have to go back and take a look at all you guys' mm-hmm. comments over here. You guys have recommendations of uh, people I need to reach out to. Um, yeah. It would be awesome if you guys could reach out to them. Reach out. No, too, because Send emails. listen to you guys, right? They listen to the, I listen to my, uh, my, uh, my followers. Yeah. Absolutely. Your viewers. Yeah. My mm-hmm. viewers. You know? Gotta listen to the viewers. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's all, that's all I got for you when it comes to that. And I will have something to show you. I got, I got big meetings coming up with all these big companies. They're super excited. And so I know, I know that we're onto something here. So that's it. That's it. If you have any questions, you know, email me, leave a comment on any of my videos. I'll do my best to, to respond to it. So anyway, aside from that, what else is going on here? I see a lot of stuff going on in the comments. I don't want to make the whole show about this. This show, I'm sure you guys will see it, you know, from now till 59 days from now, you're going to see it everywhere. Yeah. So here's, here's, a, here's a good question. <laughs> Random question, but what are you guys where are you guys getting your haircuts in this day and age? And uh, I, I'm actually rocking my Corona cut, which means I'm not getting any just haircut. Let it, let it go, so man. Let it go. It's just growing. Joe, I know, was cutting his own hair. Yeah. I've yeah. cut mine, like, literally all my life. Oh, wow. Just, like, literally just clipper. Just buzz it. I put a four on it, and that's it. There's no fade. <laughs> there's no fancy. I'm dead serious, man. It's like it's a one youth level. man deal. His haircut <laughs> is even a youth man deal. I don't pay a dime for those. I buy I buy clippers like every eight years. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> even his haircut's a youth man deal. That's <laughs> he, he doesn't even mess around. It's a four. For, yeah. you know, he doesn't have time for all that, like you know, fade all that. Uh, I get my girls. Not every every two or three, I'll get them to trim my my neckline. <laughs> Some people are saying their wife cuts their hair. There you go. I wouldn't trust my wife to cut my hair. Do what you gotta do. Although I, I could I should invest in some some clippers. You know, Ron Ron gets down on like the facial hair. Like every every time someone was like, well, what's Ron's facial hair gonna be this time? <laughs> Mutton chops this time. What does he got? That's it. That's it. Gotta keep people on their toes. <laughs> I remember when you when before you had the, the kids, you had a pretty crazy long beard going on. Oh, bro. Yeah, it was it was at least down to here. I looked like a homeless man reviewing hi-fi gear. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> well, you look like a typical audiophile, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all you need exactly. is a homeless <laughs> guy, right? Yeah, there's like a bird's Big nest in there. And, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> do we have any questions? We didn't come up with questions this time. So maybe what we can do is just ask, answer questions from the chat and just leave it yeah. open. Sometimes yeah, we can we, always... and, or we could take more calls. We got 170 people watching on all four channels. Let's open up the phone lines, man. Let's just get this show rocking. How many did you say, Chano? 170. Okay, I got 165 on my channel. Bring it in. (laughs) We are all just not, not, not doing it right. Michael is the only one. (laughs) Let's see here. Let me just read. Just replying to some of these uh, comments. Boom. All right. Phone lines uh-huh. will be open. <laughs> Let me put this. Oh, man. I love that one. 
<laughs> X748 says, get the Floby. Y'all remember that thing? The Floby? Oh, oh, heck yeah. yeah. Vacuum cleaner. When I, when, I was, thing. when I was a teenager, my stepmom bought one. And used it on my head. It was the biggest thing in the world, man. Oh, my That's God. That's awesome. It was crazy. Good concept, but it was just weird. You got a call, man? Uh, I'm I'm ready. So oh, I thought you had a call. No, I'll let you guys know. Gotcha. Let's see. Okay. All right. All so right. Yeah, go ahead and call in, people. The um, number is on the screen. Call in, say what's up, ask a question, see what's going on. Yeah, oh, of course you can ask questions in the uh, comments section too, guys. Of course. Don't, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Hey Michael, That's, how how insanely loud is your system? I was kind of curious. Like, if you turn it up to like pretty much the max without distortion, how loud is it? Yeah, I I have just always told people your ears will give out before my speakers will. Yeah, I mean, literally. I mean, it's and Chana. I mean, Chana knows. Oh, sorry about that. Forgot. I put the camera at a different place now, so I'm not used to having it right there. Um, Chana's got the Cornwall fours, dude. Yeah. They're I mean they're like a hundred dB sensitive with one watt. You yeah. know, so if you get really cranking on them things, they'll get really loud, really quick. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can so, imagine. Yeah. How about so, those subs, though? How? What's yeah. that? Like? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm always smiling, yeah. man. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, you put four 18s. I, I can't even. I can't. That literally breaks my brain just thinking about that. No, four man. No, 18s. I know what four twelves sound like, but four eighteens. Yeah, and I used to think that you know guys like that were just that's like oh that's ridiculous that's insane. And, and it I, is. And You're I now a guy well, like that. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> You're that I, guy. I, I recently did a video on you know is this overkill? No. You know? And we began to talk about just the concept: is there such thing as having you know too much sub, too much amplifier? And the reality is, if you, my thing is, know if you have it dialed in. Mm. The problem comes is when you ever, you know, uh, you see guys, I remember back in high school, I was into car audio, and guys would like just load up on subwoofers. They'd have like four 15s in the back, and they'd be using the stock, you know, mid range driver in their doors, and mm -hmm. you yeah. couldn't hear them for nothing. Mm -hmm. It's all about the bass. That's literally overkill. Okay. Yeah. But when you can balance it out and I, you know, I had a friend of mine help me out big time with the mini DSP using REW. We've got it dialed in, dude. It's, mm, <laughs> it's smoking, man. It, it sounds really, really good. So, mm. and the reality is you just get that really, really tight base that you expect from sealed, but you get this massive impact that you find most of the time with ported subs because you've got so much surface area and the subwoofers don't have to work hard. Mm -hmm. I'm like, these things are cruising yep. along, you know, they're so just moving a ton of air. Yeah. You know, so when you, when you go have those really big dynamic shifts in, in a movie and it goes from really quiet to like massive explosion. Um, did y'all see 1917? <clears throat> no, you know, I was it, it, the movie's terrible. <laughs> it was horrible. But I'm telling you, there's like there's one scene at the beginning of that movie, man, and it's basically they're walking through kind of like this little cave area, and they hit this tripwire, dude. I've never jumped in my theater ever, and everybody that was in my theater room jumped. 
it was that stinking crazy. And it was the 418s, man. Mm. I mean, it literally will like it'll move your intestines, put it that way. Oh. It'll rearrange your organs. Well, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, how many uh, brown notes are you hitting with uh, those 18s, bro? Dude, like people are like nah, nah, your butt cheeks. They, I gotta they, go to the bathroom. Man. They tuck are so tight in it. Ain't nothing. <laughs> hey, shout, shout out to George. Uh Barrelone, is that how you say it? For the super chat. There oh, you go. Yeah. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you so um, much. Joe, someone says the phone is going to voicemail. Oh, it's going to voicemail. Oh. All right, here we go. Any, paying attention. any exposure to Rendell sound? Um Okay, I know. Me. I know that Shane from Spare Change got some Arendel sound, the THX. I don't know which ones he got, but um, I I only heard about it when he made a video about them. I think they're, I think they're from Europe somewhere. You know who else has got them? Um, oh my goodness. Um, I am literally drawing a blank. Another content creator. Oh, the, the Villaman. Vill- Vill- yeah, yeah, yeah. Vill- yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, He's you're you're on the air. Can you hear us? Oh, hey guys. Hey. Yeah, can you hear me? Hey, how hey, you what's doing? Going? Who's this? Good, good. Hey, this, my name is Juan. I'm a well, big hey, fan Juan. of the show, guys. What's up, Juan? And uh big fan. I follow all of you guys and uh very much enjoy the content. Awesome, oh, man. I wanted to get your thoughts around um yeah, wanted to get your thoughts around IMAX Enhanced. Um so I was watching Jumanji the other day. I got the yeah, I got the, you know, the 4K Blu-ray disc for mm-hmm. it, and, and I had the Denon 4500H receiver. Okay. So I was watching it in IMAX Enhanced, and one of the things I noticed is that I think when you have it turned on, it kind of messes with your crossover settings, or from what I've read. And I wanted to get kind of your thoughts around it. It, it sounded good, uh, but I, I just wasn't sure if I should, you know, if it's better for me to leave the crossover settings that I normally do with... Uh, with Odyssey versus letting the IMAX and hand kind of mess with the console. All right. Who wants to, who wants to get at that? I have I'm, the 4500H. Yeah. I'm actually making a video on Dolby Atmos and DTSX versus IMAX enhanced. Um, have you gone to the surround parameters section in the AVR while the IMAX enhanced content is playing? I did. Um, and I saw that there was some settings around I think like low pass filter and high yeah. pass filter, and I just let I just left it in auto. Yeah, I, sure. I would I would suggest keeping that in auto unless you are really like tuned into how your system works, right? You can for I mean you can go ahead and play around with those. Um, I noticed that it's in my system, it's just easier to just keep it in auto. And I know when Joe and I were talking about it, like there's just more information. Like there's more low end. Um, I hear more stuff in the surrounds. Um, it's it's um, Phil Phil Jones. Phil Phil Jones is that is that his name? Philip Jones. Yes, yes, Phil Jones. I, I don't know why he looked like Philip now. On you know we call him Phil, Phil but uh, on his thing <laughs> last time it said Philip. I'm like what? The- yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he explained it to me in the best way possible. You're getting the full dynamic mix from the theater as opposed to a, a near field mix that you'll find in all, on all the discs and all the streaming stuff. So there's, I, I would say just leave it at auto um, unless you really want to try it out. And you know, you, if you could spend a few hours trying it out, changing your low pass filter, changing your high pass filter. Um, but if you don't know what those things do and how they relate to your system and what they can do, then just leave it on auto. Um, 
So yeah. that's what, I what do you so think? Yeah. I, I a, You've read that it actually I'm changes a, the crossover because uh, you know I I would think that it wouldn't it shouldn't change your crossover settings because that would be dangerous first of all right if you if you put on something IMAX enhanced and then all of a sudden like you know anything that was cut off at you know 80 hertz is starting to play 20 hertz tones that's not good right that's that's no good um for the speakers yeah, right that, so i'm not sure yeah, if that it was actually exactly, does that. that that was that was exactly my worry cuz um i have a pretty capable system so uh so i have my fronts crossed over at 80 hertz but i read online that i think when you turn it on it sets the crossover at 70 hertz so i think hmm. my and and my speaker should be okay and going down to 70 hertz Oh, yeah. But it was it's kind of it's kind of just that peace of mind knowing that it's not going to, you know, potentially damage your system if Odyssey is recommending one crossover setting and this changes it to something else. You know, my guess is this is actually uh, there's two parts of, you know, your AVR. There's the part that Denon, Marantz and whoever, right, the, the part that they set, which is usually the crossover, the timing, the levels mm -hmm. that's set on their end. Right. And so even something like Odyssey doesn't change. Well, it shouldn't change those things. Basically, I think maybe if I were to guess what they were saying is that the content is allowing it to go down to 70 hertz, but I would doubt that it would change that. I'm going to have to talk to Phil and those guys to see if that's true, but I don't think that it would change the crossover when you switch it to IMAX enhanced, right? That doesn't seem like something they would allow. Um, what I did notice is that there is more bass coming out of the surround speakers when I'm playing something on IMAX enhanced. And so even if, let's say, I think mine are crossed over, they can go down to 60 hertz, something like that. And so most content that's going to go to those rear speakers usually doesn't even get down that low, right? It's actually pretty high, high up. And so I noticed that the IMAX stuff does allow stuff that is lower to go to the rear speakers. But I I think it would be limited to whatever the crossover set to the rest of the information that that speaker can handle would go to your sub. That's my guess. I'm gonna have to talk to Phil and and confirm that, but I'm pretty sure. Excellent. Thank you. Would appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, and yeah, I don't, Phil Phil's not hard to reach actually. <laughs> if you look up Phil Jones at Sound United, we can you can ask him directly too. Sure, his information's out there. Yeah, I was uh, I was watching the last previous broadcast when he was on, and I was, yeah. I think I was trying to ask a question in chat, but it just, you know, the comments went by so quick that I figured let me call in today instead and, and ask. Yeah, he awesome, kind of, man. He kind of put out his email too. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty brave. He's awesome like that. Yeah, uh, a spare change in the house. Spare change might know he's. He, if you don't follow him, he knows a lot about home theater too, so he might. Have an answer to that question too. I don't. So, I don't think he has IMAX enhanced. No. Depending on what processor he has in there, I don't even know if he has pants on. Got... Oh <laughs> 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 uh, wow! What is up, Spare That's change. a vigil, man. What's going on, brother? Oh, Ron, Ron, did you see that about uh, your playlist? On yeah, I, I I threw it out there. I took oh, care right, of it. Cool. I'm ahead um, of the game. You the man. You the man. Well, hopefully that answers uh, your question. Did you have any more questions? No, I think that's it for now. Um, I'll keep listening in, and I'm sure if something else pops up, I'll dial back in. Thanks, guys. We'll, we'll, awesome, we'll follow up with you on that. So so check back with us. I'm going to definitely uh, give a call and see what's up. No problem. Thank you. All right. Hey, man, thanks for calling in. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah.
I'm, so spare change says I don't. I'm not sure if he see he pants, he, doesn't, pants. he doesn't use IMAX and hats or if he doesn't or have the pants. The pants. Yeah, I'm thinking pants. Oh, How many y'all think pants? <laughs> that guy. That oh, guy. Uh, the character. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Trinov. Yeah, he gets he gets some fancy stuff over there. Oh yeah, he's got a Trinov right now. Yeah, like super fancy stuff. I saw the um the microphone they use. It's like a three D yeah, microphone. Weird. Yeah, it's yeah. like got one thing here in the middle, and it's got like four surrounding it. It's like, have you seen that, Ron? All that. No, is it a uh, like a VR mic, like one of those three three hundred sixty degree mics? Is that what it is? No, it looks I like would a, imagine, like a but... probe that aliens use, man. It's yeah. like, yeah, I like to pull your eye out or something. It's like all weird. It's pretty wild. Huh. Interesting. It's totally, totally different than anything I've seen. That's cool. So, <laughs> Shane you know, over there at Spare Change says speakers should be full range with IMAX enhanced. When IMAX enhanced is engaged, lol, no pants too. <laughs> well, there it is. I'm wondering if that means that that it'll automatically assume that all your speakers are full range because that's that would be crazy. I'm gonna have to find out. So that's, I mean, so with IMAX, it's two full range speakers and then a center channel is how like a traditional IMAX theater is built. So you don't have anything in the surrounds. So what Phil was telling me um, at CES last year was that IMAX Enhance is gonna take your setup, whether it's 5.1.4, 7.2.2, whatever it is, and try to use the Atmos and the height channels to just mimic to uh, full range speakers. That's that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to mimic that feeling. That's crazy. So we're kind of going back to like fewer channels. Yeah, taking all the channels that you have in your home and then setting it up so it's like Ron's two channel. <laughs> yes, very big, very loud. big, 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 huge two channel setup. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a question there that says, "Youth man, is it true that HDR10 Plus format is dying?" I don't think so. I mean, I haven't heard anything. I mean, I'm definitely not there. Everything's oh, everything's gonna die eventually. Somebody you know? jumped off the HDR10 Plus uh, bandwagon recently. I saw an article. Oh, really? on. I, I'm not sure if it was Panasonic or mm -hmm. Samsung. I think Samsung's still on it. I think Panasonic was the one that dropped off. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong, or or it could be one of the um, content creators, one of the production houses. Mm -hmm. uh, so. I mean, Dolby Atmos will be dying. I mean, everything's dying. It's just a matter of how quickly is it going to die out. So. Hey, do you guys, I got a question for you guys, for you fellas. Um, mm -hmm. sure. Do you have like an audiophile hi-fi playlist that you guys always play when you get a, like a brand new pair of speakers in that you're just like, I'm going to just run through every single one of these songs. Do you guys have? Of course. It's I called an audio playlist on my yeah. on title. <laughs> I'm just, it's called two channel audio. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. Mm -hmm. What did you I ran, Go ahead. I ran through a bunch today, actually. It mine's, my place is about three and a half hours. So, yeah. Like I was saying earlier, I was, I was, you know, bumping those corn walls and like my wife was just in the <laughs> master bedroom, like, you're just going to listen to music for three hours. I'm like, yes, I'm working. This yeah. Is work. That's your you job. Um, so, yeah. And I actually have a second playlist of, new music somebody asked in the chat i forget where um and who it is but they asked do you guys have you know music you go back to or are you guys always looking for new music uh me yeah. as a dj I did see that. yeah 
I'm always looking for new music. So it's actually a combination of the two. So I have a new playlist that's just filled with um, title MQA files, right? And um, I call it the, you know, March Tunes 2020. There's going to be an April Tunes 2020 and everything that's new. And I just got an email from Tidal saying they added a whole new bunch of MQAs. So if you guys have Tidal MQA, definitely um, peruse the new MQA section and a lot of new tracks. Yeah, I, I haven't been looking for a lot of new music lately just because, I don't know, I think when you get older, it's just kind of like there's so much music that you've already experienced that you have an emotional connection to. It's like, ah, I don't want to necessarily look for new music uh techno dad you're my you're my go-to guy for new music actually on saturday when you do your live stream oh yeah kind of show me some new stuff on there so that's mm-hmm. kind of cool um but for the most part i've been trying to discover old stuff right so think about from like you know whatever whenever they were able to start recording audio my cool now, kid, right yeah favorite. there's probably some pretty good music from then to now right and at least now i can go back and try to rediscover some of those and yeah, so I've been kind of listening to old music that I have, I didn't know about. That's cool. You know, stuff like that. Um, there was another question. Oh, uh, speaking of that, yes, I do have an audio file playlist that I, I run through. Um, just because I'm kind of calibrated to those songs, I know how things should sound on average, right? Where yeah. stuff should be. And so I can tell if a speaker is doing something or not. But I was talking to Chana about what he was going to do as far as DJing. Or the Hi-Fi Summit. And I was thinking, you know what would be cool? Chana, do you want to tell them? What's the that? idea with the, the, the playlist? <clears throat> like do, kind of doing a seminar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was going to do a seminar. So, like, we, you know, we talked about theme nights, you know, you know, BDSM and i just want to make sure you guys are listening yeah something like this too because this is awesome check out this idea so um we're uh, you know we were talking about different nights gonna have different music you know be hip-hop night electronic night or whatever and i was thinking well i could yeah i could even do like a hi-fi night where that could be the first night where I just go through hi-fi tracks mm-hmm. and what to listen for. And of course, you guys would be piping that into your sound system and listening on your speakers. So that would be a cool way to expose you guys to um, tracks that I use when I'm evaluating speakers and headphones. Like and, um, and and of course, since it is interactive, you guys can also suggest them. I can play them, you know, depending on, you know, how many people uh, have suggestions and stuff. So that's also another Another cool situation we're trying to think of to, you know, get this uh, Hi-Fi Summit popping off in a yeah. way that like no other audio trade show has done before. Yeah, think about it, right? Think about it. So, Chana, you have a pretty crazy setup going directly into YouTube. The way you stream is direct. It's not like you're not recording speakers and then playing that. It's mm, the, the yeah. direct, mm-hmm. uh, direct from title. Yeah. Right. And so, of course, there's going to be some loss because YouTube compression. There's no, you you can't get around that. Yeah. But for the most part, it might be good enough for you to be able to hear certain things, right? Oh yeah. If it's hitting a certain bass note, you'll be able to hear bass, right? Mm -hmm. The compression is not going to ruin the bass completely. So he'll play a track and say, Hey, check out the bass note when it hits right here. If you don't hear that on your speakers, well, maybe it's time to upgrade to bigger speakers. You need some bigger speakers, right? And so I thought that might be interesting. Or if he says, Hey, you know what? Notice how this thing is panned to the left. It's right over there. And if you're listening on your speakers and it's panned to the right, well, you might have your stuff switched. 
Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's an interesting way to um to check stuff out together. It's not perfect, but I think it's pretty good. I think that's better than what we have now. Definitely. So that's interesting. Ron, I'm kind of curious to hear, like, you know, if I were to run through your playlist and say, like, all right, I'm gonna play this track. This is what I'm listening for right here, I, right now in this section. And I want to yeah. know if I can hear it on my speakers. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I have a lot of fun with it and I actually enjoy it. And it's, it's something that we don't talk about enough. You know, here we are always talking about equipment and stuff like that. And I enjoy talking about this kind of stuff where it's like, not too long ago, I was out on a bike ride and Joey, you just started up chatting with us on Facebook. We talk, you know, all the time. And you're just like, Hey man, give me like a song. that's like, crazy with like i think you're looking for drums or what's oh, right, right, right. Like in the room or whatever and man my wheels started spinning and i was like oh there's so many out there and it's just fun you know it's fun to just have a playlist of audiophile treats that you just fire up every now and then yeah you yeah. just snack on them as you want man snack on them during quarantine exactly might be interesting might be interesting i, I think i'm People are trying to call and I'm not paying attention. I apologize if you've tried to call. I'm I'm looking now. All right. Boom, boom, boom. So is the title Hi-Fi worth to 20 bucks a month? Um, it's gonna depend on you. Um, uh, I I've tried title and Cobas, and I think that Cobas for for me, I don't have all the stuff to unwrap and do all the stuff for the MQA stuff. So I don't know if I'm getting the best possible quality when I'm using yeah. Tidal versus Cobuzz is just, you know, you don't have to have anything special. Yeah. So I like that. But Cobuzz didn't seem to have as many uh, tracks. So there's some stuff missing. And yeah. if they can figure that part out, you know, I'm all about it. I um, totally agree. Yeah. yeah. We're getting another call here. Oh, missed it. Oh, by the way, Rob E., I did play the WOT song bought by captain sensible i did it was like one of the last few that i got in there the other question i saw up there was uh the pb 2000 pro mm -hmm. i'm interested in something like that getting two of those because right now i'm, I'm rocking the sb 3000 i'm going to two ported might change it That'd up over here yeah okay we got a call here all right you are on the air what's your name Hi, uh, my name is Timmy. Hi, Timmy. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, I watch you with my with my dad all the time. I was wondering what your favorite um, type of uh, speaker is, your favorite sound system. Oh, that's a tough one. Whew. Favorite speakers. Yeah. Uh, favorite speakers. All right, favorite speakers. Let's just go for it. We got so, are you are you talking for mus music or movies? Um, probably for like home theater or, and then also for like streaming services. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of both. Oh, a little and, bit of both. I guess, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh man. All right. Well, I mean the top of my leaderboard, I have a speaker leaderboard where I rank my favorite speakers that I've, I've reviewed. Right. And so only stuff that I've reviewed, not stuff that I've ever heard in, in life, but like stuff that I've actually had. And on the top is still my, the Denton 85th anniversary. I just love the way they look. I love the way they sound and they're good for music and movies. So that's going to be my, my that's going to be up there for me. Awesome. Th thanks for answering my question. Yeah. How yeah, about, no how about Chana? What do you got? And Ron? Um, 
I'm, I, you know, I just switched from the clips to the Martin Logan, and that's kind of where I'm at. I, I like the Martin Logans. I like the electrostats. Um, it's a pain to find that center image, though, in my room because it's not ideal. But um, it took me about an hour. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. But once I had wow. that done, it <laughs> sounded perfect. So I like the Martin Logans, and they're the elect- electrostatic loudspeaker is what they call those. How about you, Ron? Um, well, my favorite speakers, I think, of all time are from a company called MBL. <laughs> uh, they're these crazy-looking omnidirectional speakers that will just blow your mind. I think those are probably still my favorite of all time. But of stuff that I've had and reviewed, um, I think the current king in the house is the GR Research and Exoticas, which are an open baffle loudspeaker, and I love those to bits. They're great. Yeah, uh, you know, also, uh, we're talking about some stuff that's kind of expensive sometimes. And for inexpensive, I also still like those Mica RB42s that are, what, $149 a pair? I still yeah. really, really, really like those. I've just gotten yeah. done reviewing these Edifier uh, R1280Ts that are powered speakers that are 99 bucks a pair. Wow. I'm just like so happy and that they powered. actually sound good. Well, those... Uh, those- well, Joey, those MBLs are only like ninety thousand. So they're only ninety thousand, yeah. They're they're. <laughs> it's pretty close. What kind of speakers do you have right now? You, I think you said your dad listens. Um, to, yeah. What what kind yeah. of speakers? My 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 dad has the 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 clips the clips one. Uh-huh. Uh, he's gonna talk. Okay. I, I think it's the. Uh, I'm not exactly sure which one it is right now, but it's like clips reference series. I, okay. I think. Bookshelf. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have like two towers. Uh, I have like a center speaker. Um, I wish I knew the names. I'm not really good with the names of them, but I have the side speakers. I have two speakers on each side to like spread the sound. Uh, and then I use the uh, Dolby Atmos ones as the background, actually. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Well, just to let you guys know, you guys really made my day calling in. And letting awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Makes me very happy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. That's sick, man. We, we love you guys. Well, it's it's always funny because people are always saying like, "How do we get you know a different the generation into it. Yeah. into this?" Uh, yeah. In, well, I said you got to make it fun. That's uh, you got to make it fun, and you can't make everything a hundred thousand dollars. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the solution. Make it a, a, attainable and make it fun. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for calling in. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, you guys, guys are great. Thanks. Bye. We appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Good night. Hey, Chana, my guys are saying that there's two. There's two streams for new record day going at the same time, which is really weird. That's awesome, Ron. Some reason when I was <laughs> logging in, I thought I saw it twice. Yeah, we like hacked YouTube, I guess. That's, that's really hilarious. Cool. You're just yeah. trying to double down on those uh those views. Yeah. I know. That's that's how you do it. Just do time, like, time to bring up Patreon real quick. Double, I've only got one. <laughs> <laughs> I've I only see one on here. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. All right. We'll, we'll roll with it. SB3000. They should give away a bunch of SB3000. Uh, SB2000 Pros. Or SB2000 yeah. Pros. I'm going to head. I'm gonna talk to them over there. I know they just. I don't know if you guys saw the SVS um, live streams that they've been doing. But they mm-hmm. had like. They had more people watching than us. Oh wow. And they, only, oh, had, really? like, they only have 10,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel. But they had like over 300 people watching their live stream. And I was like what? What are you doing? You know, 
And then I hey. saw that they were give, doing a bunch of giveaways. I'm like, ah, ah there you uh, go. I, I text Nick right away. Hey, giveaways work, huh? <laughs> I think yes. you're good, Ron. I popped over to your channel. Um, the way you've got your homepage set up, you've got um, kind of like what's current and then your recent upload. So it's just showing it twice, but it's, okay. it should be the same feed. Yeah. Oh, is that what they're talking about? Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. It just shows twice, but it, if you look at it, it has the same amount of viewers. So, sorry, I'm one of my guys says NRD is streaming in stereo. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's NRD 4.0. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, here we go. I see the problem. My the ringer was off. Here we go. There you go. There we go. You are on the air. What's your name? And what do you want to talk about? Uh, my name is Abe. Uh, it's uh, also known as XVX748. Okay, what's up? I want to um, want to talk about the um, the Adobe Atmos uh, 7.2. Or I'm sorry, uh, when we have a 9.2 setup, the channel, the front speakers. How important is it to have it exactly aligned to get the good sound for Adobe Atmos? So in other words, it's not a perfect room. Yeah, and nobody has a perfect room, um, even with a dedicated theater room. Um, I think as close, I mean, I know one thing that I ran into was, you know, we even have like rafters, you know, up in the attic. And so you kind of sometimes you can't get exactly where it says, but you just want to make sure you're in the a pretty good ballpark. You don't want to just be randomly saying, OK, well, I'm just going to slap a speaker up here, slap a speaker up here and hope it sounds good. Do the best you can to kind of go along their guidelines. And if you look at the Dolby Atmos website, they have um, like de degrees. And so it's not like they're saying you have to be this absolute position, but there's a range. And so you just want to try to stay in that range that they recommend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the front three, I would say are the, most important to get the same but um I, a lot of people have been telling me that they have a full svs setup including their atmos channels and they they find it's like this nice little bubble that they're in and it all sounds the same um again like with dolby atmos anything it all depends on the content you're watching like if there's there's some movies that are in Dolby Atmos and a lot of the action scenes just have the score coming through the height channels, which is kind of rip off if you think about it. Uh, but, um, but yeah, you know, you, you can definitely mix and match uh, your surrounds don't necessarily need to be exactly the same and your heights don't need to exactly be the same as, as your front. What about the brand name as far as the, Compared to the rears, should they be all the same brand? If you can, yes. Um, I was just literally talking to somebody earlier today. They called me and they were talking about how, you know, they just found a really, really, really good deal on a pair of Atmos speakers, but they weren't the same brand as, you know, their uh, floor level speakers. And I told them that's totally fine. Um, you know, ideally, if you can get all the same brand and even better in the, all the same series, of course, that would be better. But the reality is our ears face forward. And so that's what your ears are going to hear the most. Um, you know, they're used to hearing sound in front of us. Stuff behind you, stuff above you is kind of like peripheral vision, you know, for your hearing. 
And so um, it's just not as important to have the same exact, um, you know, the closer you can, you know, like I said, the better kind of enveloping sound you're going to get and the more natural it's going to sound. But it's not going to be like you have three different brand of speakers for your front, you know, soundstage. That would just be really, really obvious to your ears. That's not going to work well. Okay. And that would be good for music as well. For, you mean you're like your Atmos? Yeah, for playing music. For, for like two-channel audio. Well, yeah. I mean, well, for two-channel audio, you're going to want to have the same exact speakers. You know? You don't want to get a, um, you know, one brand for your left speaker and one brand for your right speaker, of course. That is going to sound very, very odd. I've even done the the different center channel, and it sounded... Yeah, it's it, going to be it, weird. It was uh, distracting. When something would go from left mm -hmm. to right, it would sound different when it hit the center speaker. Yeah. No matter what, what, after I ran Odyssey, it, it still wasn't perfect. So yeah. definitely. And that's, what, and that's what they call timber match, or some people call it timbre match. Um, you just want to have that same. Yeah, you want to. You just want to have that same style sound. That same. You know, you don't want to mix a soft on tweeter with a titanium tweeter. You're going to get a totally different sound. Yeah. It's going to be like a different kind of pitch in a way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great question, man. Well, thank you. Thanks for taking my question. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Of course. Appreciate Thanks you calling, calling in. Take care. Yep. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. There we go. Yeah, I have the ringer on, so yeah, I'm gonna miss your call. Awesome. Now. Yeah. It's on. Now. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. What hey, What other questions are we missing in here? Hey, Ron. Tristan says. Uh, Ron loves taking speakers apart like dissecting a frog in high school. It's true, I do. He's he's the hi-fi scientist over there. <laughs> Got another call here. How you doing? You're on the air. Wow. Hey, hey. hey. Yes, what's your hey, name? What's happening, man? What's going on? Uh, well, this is George Barroloni. I uh, did a super chat a little while ago with the Arendelle speaker. Awesome, man. How are awesome. you, George? But so, but I guess my question is one of, one of the you know I watch a lot of YouTube videos, watch you guys all the time. Oh, thank you. One of the things that we don't really, no, no problem. One of the things we don't really see a lot of is like the comparison, say like the, the Klitsch line. You mm -hmm. have the stuff you can buy at Best Buy, and then you have the reference Premier series. Yeah, sure. And you have the, you know the flag, the flag, so you have the flagship models. I mean, quite a big difference in price between you know yeah. all of them, especially with the flagships. Sure. But, you know, so. What, it's difficult to find like what really is the difference between you know the cabinets and the bracing, yeah. the, the drivers. Yeah. I mean, you can, some things you can see like the difference between like a one inch or a one and three quarter inch titanium driver, right? You know, tweeters and stuff, but you don't really see an awful lot. There's no comparisons. There's no charts. Mm -hmm. So without having to buy them and then try them and send them back if you don't like them, I mean, there's no way to audition these things. But this is what you guys do. So yeah, sure. Yeah. That's always hard. I mean, with mostly with the clips, what I found, because I've owned a, a bunch of clips over the years, the biggest thing in the higher end reference series is they use a um, a compression driver tweeter. And that thing, I don't know what the physical differences is in, say, that and just a regular titanium, but it's a huge difference. They use typically a bigger horn. Um, it's a much bigger driver. A lot of times you have, you go from, say, a one inch driver in the, um, reference Premier Series to a 1.75 inch compression driver in the 
RF7-3s, and it's just massive. Right. Um, that top end is smooth. It's beautiful, but it's big, like a huge, huge soundstage. Yeah, I would assume you get a lot more volume out of that as well. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, volume, yeah, definitely, because you can crank the RF-7s, like, and as long as you're feeding them clean power, they're not going to distort. Um, but I was able to crank up the RF, um, the 8060 FAs. Man, they've got a beautiful sound to them, you know? And so really, I mean, you always run into that law of diminishing returns. Part of that, you're going to be paying for um, cabinet work not even just the physical, like the bracing and stuff, but you pay extra for um, like the veneer, the real wood veneer. And so you get that with that RF seven three. So it, there's a lot of yeah, pieces. Kind of my, yeah. So there's a lot of pieces that go into yeah, that. I mean, that cost, so. Yeah. I mean, my, my draw to this, you know, the flagship is definitely the, you know, the real wood veneers and mm -hmm. just a better craftsmanship. Absolutely. Uh, the, only, the only drawback that I see to the RF seven is really, it's just a two way design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, to, to answer your question, I think uh, you were saying, you know, you don't want to have to ship stuff back. But, you know, I think right. that's one of the great things is that you can you have the opportunity to try stuff out at your house. Of course, yeah, if they're huge speakers, it's, it's kind of a pain to have to do. It's not kind of it is a pain to have to go and do that. But you're able to audition stuff at your house. I think Cliff is doing what something crazy, like 90 days or something trial three months three months you get to try these speakers oh, out in your home so it's it's pretty ridiculous i mean that's an awesome service and i know svs does something similar 60 days where you can try something uh in your house so i think that's definitely the best way i think uh one of the issues that you touched on though is that it's kind of hard to narrow stuff down uh when it comes to speakers like if i were to search for speakers on amazon it goes like you know there's a filter on the left sorts by like size and weight like dimensions and weight and those are things i don't care about when mm -hmm. it comes to the speaker and so i think um that's going to be one of the things we we're going to be doing on our yeah. um on the hi-fi summit yeah i i think another another thing especially with the clips line that you're talking about once you get to the rf 73s all that stuff is made in america and that really shoots up the price right it's all assembled in Hope, Arkansas. It's designed there. So that also plays a part into it. The RF-73s, for instance, also have uh, bifurcated cabinets, meaning each woofer has its own separate cabinet, whereas the reference premiere and the reference line do not have that um, in there. So there are all these there are all these little things. And, and, and again, with the wood grain on the RF-7 and any of the heritage stuff, like, like those things look gorgeous not like the the you know reference stuff and the stuff at best buy doesn't but um you know i have like the what the cherry walnut american walnut or the something cherry <laughs> i forget i forget the names but man like i was like man i'm i'm so moving away from black speakers now because you know the yeah. wood grain on, on their their wood veneer or whatever they call it looks looks gorgeous so there's a lot of things in that and then of course the drivers on the rf7 like Mike was saying, those are way different than the drivers on all their other lines. So, so I think it's more of a specific parts kind of situation. Um, and that's also driving the cost up. Yep. Michael, did you feel like the, the, the mid-range was really there? Like it just being a two-way with big 10-inch drivers? Yeah. So, I, so typically... I, 
and honestly, that's that's real debatable with a lot of guys. Um, some people will claim that a three way is is better, you know, than a two way. Three way is always better. Oh, come on, man. I've heard some great <laughs> terrible, man. Dude, my goodness. Um so really it's a preference because some guys like really prefer a two-way sound. You can have some amazing, amazing speakers. Like Ron, um for like what would be a two uh, like an incredible two-way speaker for two channel music that you've heard? Oh man, there's there's a ton of them out there. Right. I mean, the Dantes are fantastic for yeah. well, actually that's uh, see, I've got in trouble. So actually, not <laughs> technically a two-way. <laughs> um, the uh, new uh, debut reference are a two-way, and those mm-hmm. are those are fantastic. Those are incredible. Yeah. So I'm I'm not sure that a a three-way necessarily makes a speaker sound better as far as mid-range. Um, you know, again, it's just preference. I've heard a lot of the three-way um, older heritage speakers. So you've got the, I had the Heresy 3s, Forte 3s. Um, they, to me, sounded better in the mid-range than the RF7 3s. But in my room, the RF7 3s just sounded so much better than either one of those, you know, from my setup. Um, so the best thing, of course, always is if you can, just try to hear them for yourself. Because that is the only way that your ears are going to know what your ears prefer. Um, and like Joe said, you know, if they're offering a, a 90 day uh, trial, I mean, if that's really what you want, that's the only way to know is to bring them in your own home, in your own setup, because your acoustics are going to be way different than my acoustics in my room. I mean, my room is really loud in my two channel setup. Um, and it, I don't even really consider it a two channel setup. I just have it there for some some music listening. And um, but it's less than ideal. But the RF7 threes, I've tried a bunch of different speakers, and that was always the ones that stayed, you know. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think you're you're right, Michael, because a lot of people love to go to these shows because they're able to hear the speakers, but they're going to sound totally different in your room Quite than different. in a hotel room that they've set up. Yeah. So I think it's I think take advantage of the in-home trials. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably do that. I. Uh... I, I definitely used my through your, your channel. I bought the SVS uh, SB sixteen Ultra. I think it's a beast yeah, and it's, it's awesome. Cra- it's crazy, Ooh. right? It's a phenomenal yeah, oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 It's every every once in a while. You're right. You, you're watching a movie and you literally jump. Yeah. Like, it's so intense. Yep. Well, that's awesome, and hopefully uh, that answers your question a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely gets me down down the road a little further. I appreciate it. You guys cool. are awesome. All right, brother. Thanks. Have a good night. Thanks for calling in. You too. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So, so uh, there's a there's a thing at around 510, Chana. Somebody, JP Winters, asks, uh, why don't we see more center speaker reviews and comparisons? Seems overlooked for such an important speaker. See well, many matching centers that were lacking. You know what? That's true. And you know what? This conversation that you guys were just having about two-way, three-way, um, I prefer a three-way center channel, actually. Yeah. I'll tell you, um, the SBS blew me away. I got like a center one, channel right here. The Ultra Center? The, the Ultra. I think it sounds better. That, Joe? Triangle, uh, bro. 
Oh, yeah. The you know, these were everybody's oh, nice. hyping up these triangle speakers. So they right. said, hey, you want to check them out? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and let me check out the center channel, too. There you go. Because everybody's already done, you know, the BRO3s, bro three. Look at that. So send me a center channel. That. Let me see how it sounds in a home theater situation. Is and that so a two-way or a three-way? Um, this is a two-way. Two-way, okay. yeah. But yeah, I've been I was testing them out last night. And uh, yeah, these are... Man, measurements. If you do measurements first and you look at those... Um, you can never tell if the speaker is going to sound good because the measurements are kind of crazy. <laughs> tell me what you think. Yeah, I want to see them. I'm curious. Yeah, you're going to laugh. Oh, boy. Yeah, but when I was listening to them, I'm like, oh, these sound – I'm using them right now. So, yeah. I, I, I think JP Winters, uh, to answer the question, is that there's just – they're so specific. You know, center channel is so specific. We can't – we can't do like a two two channel review on that. We can't not necessarily going to be listening to a whole bunch of music. So it's always going to be in like a surround sound or even a 3.1 kind of situation or, you know, um, I know there is one web, one or two websites that do review. Um, they do like a blog review on center channels. Uh, I think it's called the center channel zone.com or something like oh, wow. that. Dedicated, uh, huh? Yeah, like totally, because they I, I only know about it because they reached out to me after I did a couple of reviews on center panels for Klipsch and they wanted to incorporate my video into their review as well. So um, that's the only reason I know about it. But wow. uh, otherwise, I would have no clue. But there are some sites about it. But I, you're right. I don't see. I remember I was asking SVS to send me their prime center and their ultra center so I can compare them. But that never panned out. So um yeah. Oh, and that makes sense. You know that uh, reviewing a center channel makes sense because, for example, I've reviewed those those inexpensive Pioneer Andrew Jones speakers, the SB uh, BS twenty two LRs, SPBS twenty two LRs, and the floor centers, the FS fifty twos, and I like them both. Um, and a lot of people are trying to build a home theater around that. And one of the comments that I always see is that the center channel is weak on it. Like all the speakers are good, but the center channel doesn't really match the rest of the speakers. Like performance so wise, I think that happens once in a while where you assume that it's just going to be the same, but sometimes the center channel is just not as good for whatever reason. So it's interesting. Good question here. Um, Byron B says, Um, everybody says that shows are not for listening and auditioning gear. So if that's the case, what is the purpose of attending hi fi shows? Oh, let's say hi, community to is a big part friends. of it, yeah. Meeting up with everybody, right? So yeah, we were community. excited for Expona to just hang out, hang out with everybody, have dinners with each other, have some drinks if you're into that. Yeah. You know, that's all fun. I think it's still it is still exciting to be able to listen to so many different brands. You just can't go into it thinking, okay, I'm gonna get an absolute amazing understanding of what this speaker sounds like in a hotel room, you know? Yeah. yeah. I I, I it's a good place to like say like just to kind of narrow things down hey i kind of like these ones i kind of like those ones i kind of like these ones. but these are yeah. if i had to like pick four that i would want to try in my home yeah. sure i think that's that's a it's, it's a, a great place to, to but yeah. not like critically listen because they're the rooms it, when joe and i did the what the show like there was just it was just nonsense like some of the stuff happening in in these rooms so um 
Yes, it is very hard to critically listen into a hotel room uh, or in a hotel room, but you can get an idea of what, yeah. what you like about a certain sure. speaker um, and then, you know, do some more research about it or try to get a pair in your home. And I think even being able to see them in person, too. I mean, there's a benefit and there's a value there, mm-hmm. you know, because how many times have you ever bought something and you're like, man, I thought these were big, but I had no idea they were that big. You know, whether it's a big subwoofer <laughs> or that big, massive center channel, you're like, holy crap, how am I going to fit yeah. that in the cabinet? That's you true. know, so being able to see that firsthand, I think there's some value to that, too. And you get the chance to see that finish and, you know, mm-hmm. the craftsmanship of it you know, other than just what you see online. So, so with there's the, definitely a, a benefit there. With the sound of, with the sound at a, a trade show, what I kind of, the way I think about it is it's the, okay, let me just say it like this. If it sounds terrible, right? I don't assume that it's always terrible. It could just be the room. Right. But if it sounds really good, it at least lets me know that it's possible to have them sound that good, Right. It might not sound as good in my room, but it's possible for them to sound as good as good as they did at that event. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind yeah. of setting the upper limit more than uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. You kind of get the idea, though, right? If so, there's times where good speakers can sound really bad at a show, yeah, I, uh, it's it's all about the setup. It's but, all about the setup. Joe's $150 speakers, or it was a $250 setup, amplifier yeah. and two speakers. Sounded a lot better than the $10,000 big cabinet horn washing machine <laughs> size speakers you going like for $10,000. So like, you know, the set, setup is 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 definitely like 60% of the game. Yeah, you can have some great speakers and have them set up poorly and they'll sound bad. But it doesn't mean the speakers are bad. That's That's what I'm saying. All right, so we're at hour seventeen. We have a few more questions in the chat. Am I ignoring, I, I'm I'm ignoring the calls again. Here we go. All right, there we go. You you're on the air. What's going on? Hello there. Hey, Hello. what's up? What's your name? My name is Carlos. What's up, hey, Carlos? Carlos? What's happening, man? Hey, hey, what's up? Uh, I just have a question. My well, question is, um, is a uh, I think that I, I want to see if you guys want to review a speaker. It's for uh, Dolby Atmos. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a it's a Paul Gaudio. It's a uh, it's a OM W three. I sent sent a uh, um, a message to to Techno that about about these speakers, which is it seems like a they're gonna be good for Atmos. Let me check them out. Hold on one He's second. Check them let, out me right put, let me yeah. put them on the Is it like here. an up-firing um, speaker? No, no. There's, it's like kind of like an elevation. I had the elevation okay. since they came okay. out. Gotcha. And it has a, kind of the same kind of... Oh, uh, oh these guys. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, what's funny is like we have these at my, at my work at the hotel um, that I work at. They have these in the lobby. And they kind of like fit in the corners. Do you see this, guys? They kind of like mm, yeah, fit in the yeah, corner. Yeah. Yeah, they're like yeah, rounded rounded back. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll fit between like the ceiling and the top part of your um the wall there. Um, gotcha. And it looks like you can still mount them um, on a mount. And they're pretty light. They're looking at them size-wise. I see them at work all the time. Um, they look pretty light. So yeah, cool. I, w- I would definitely check those out. Is your question whether those would be good for Atmos uh, height? None. No, no. My question is, if you guys can review it to see. I just barely got those today, mm-hmm. 
uh, like I said, I have the elevation ones, but I wanted uh, I I'm using mine is as like a height, mm-hmm. so I want to try to use one, this one far down from the ceiling, because I don't want to make a hole in my ceiling. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the best way to do it, and it seems like a pretty good. I haven't I haven't tried them yet, but I guess mm-hmm. for the price, also it can be a good option for a lot of people. Yeah, what I'll, what, what, what are they have running for the price like too? Yeah, what are these? Oh, two hundred? No, I think they're about. Oh. Yeah, I actually I got my use. I had to pay for seventy. I mean, uh, we're like hundred and something for for four speakers at Amazon. But uh, the regular price is not that 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 bad for you know. Uh, I know a lot of people yeah. looking for Atmos speakers, and and it seems like a, a good option for it. Definitely looks like a good option. Hundred sixty nine a pair, brand new. Yeah, that's not bad. So for like less than four hundred dollars, you can get four. That's good. I, I would Definitely say, good. I don't know if you guys think, uh, do you guys care if uh, the height channels are two-way in your in your system, or do you prefer it to be concentric or full range, something like that? Does that matter to you? Like that it's a point source or not? No. I, I cross my um, height channels over at 100 hertz, uh-huh. so I don't, I don't care if they're two-way or... Yeah. Okay. That would... That's what I was thinking too, because uh, like you know, it's two way, but you don't see too much information from those speakers. Uh, so like mine, I, I cross over like around uh, 120, uh, like I said, the uh, elevations, and and actually, um, yeah, right now I'm using uh, as a Philips uh, speaker, as a bookshelf, which has a ribbon uh, tweeter, and it sounds amazing. Uh, and you can find them in a the used market. But even for music, I also impressed with the with the sound of the, pretty much a lot of people doesn't know about the those speakers, but uh, they're really good, and I use them as an Atmos too. Mm-hmm. And man, they're they're good. Cool. All right. Well, cool. Great. Thanks for the recommendation. Very you have, cool. yeah. If, any, if anybody I, I has some info all the time, and yeah, oh, yeah cool. I, I watch you guys all the time, and to all of you, and uh, yeah, keep keep doing the uh, the good work you guys are doing. Thanks, thank man. you very Appreciate much. It. Thank you for calling and thank you Thanks, for the Bob. recommendation. Already, be safe. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So, kind of to piggyback off of that, it is kind of interesting. I, I, I see this a lot. Somebody will say in like a Facebook group, they're like, um, man, I just got these speakers. I wish somebody would review on them. They can, you know, if you like them, then you don't need my, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, to yeah. me, the review is yeah. for when you don't have the option to hear something. And, and like, you know, we've got a, a guy in, a, in the chat room that says, Hey, I don't have access to those. I don't have access to get speakers to hear them and to demo them. I so think- I rely on your opinions. I reply, rely on your, you know, what you're seeing and experiencing with speakers. Um, yeah. But I, I just always find that kind of interesting when somebody says, Hey, you should review them. You know, I think it is. It's just that a lot of times somebody will find something that they think is awesome and they want to share it with others. So, yeah. yeah. Hello. By the way, hey, we, you're on oh. the air. What's going on? Oh, <laughs> finally. Who is this? Uh, Who is this? It's Frederick. Hey, I'm Frederick. What's up, man? Subscriber. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm a subscriber to all you guys. Woo. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Appreciate it. Awesome. Who yeah. do you like? Who do you like the best? Uh, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, What's your question, man? That's subjective. That, that's subjective. It is, it is. <laughs> What's your question for us? 
Well, it, it's probably for everyone. Okay. Uh, I, I I tried to reach out to Ron, but I, I, it's probably uh, everyone's busy with you know everything that's going on right now. So my question, my question is, uh, um, I've been a car audio guy for 30 years mm-hmm. and my, my background is, uh, uh, specialized car audio. When okay. I was in the Philippines, I was, a an installer, a tuner and, uh, and, uh, a shop owner. Oh, wow. Now that, uh, we migrated here in the U S mm-hmm. so I, I wasn't able to work on the same field. Now I'm just doing all uh, DIY audio and all my hi-fi stuff. So I've been concentrating on that. And uh, just this past few weeks, I've had the dilemma of uh, figuring out what kind of AV receiver I want to use. I've been uh, a few years ago, like five years ago, I've been exposed to a lot of uh, Morant, because in the Philippines, our distributor for Focal and Morant are the same, the same people. Gotcha. And uh, and now I've been lost. I'm looking at all the options. There's so many channels now. It's it's really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, I, I I saw some stereo receivers that take HDMI, like the Morant mm-hmm. and the Denon. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not. I'm open to to getting multi more channels too. But the que- main question is, which one of these uh, receivers can I use also for sound quality in say a two way in a two way scenario? Sure. It's, uh, that, that's yeah. That's the one thing that scares me that yeah. I buy even a higher end uh, say AV receiver. And I wouldn't be happy with the like sound quality of it being uh, uh, how do you say that revealing or say detailed mm-hmm. or say a bit warm, you know, all that, yeah, all that hi-fi stuff. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, just I'm not saying going extreme hi-fi, but yeah. just say in the middle. What's the, what's the budget too? I want approximately. Um, well, let's say fifteen hundred the most. Okay, like that's that. Not, that's a nice budget. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't mind like left channels. Because I don't. Um, I was looking at the uh, two channel Morant and the two channel Denon, but mm-hmm. I figured out like maybe you guys can recommend something with more channels, just so if I move to a different house, I can use it to expand the uh, home theater with it yeah so that's basically the dilemma because i've been looking at facts over say over reviews and stuff nobody talks about sound quality when it comes to av receiver it's mostly like power can it drive these speakers yeah what Uh, features it has like that kind of stuff yeah yes correct yeah but nobody defining like hey this is extremely detailed this is you know all the all you get from uh say a high fire view yeah yeah i, hear well, I think yeah. it's i think it's kind of hard um to say it's something like that yeah. because um also yeah. you have to think about what speakers you're pairing those with so 
Correct. You know, yeah. You know, if you have some really efficient speakers, some not not so efficient speakers, then you're going to have a difference in perceived loudness or output. Um, Correct. In yeah. which case, like, but are you going to be? Uh, but do most of them? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, go ahead. It's all you. Go for it. I mean, but do most of them? Uh, would give you the same amount of detail that you get from, say, like a an integrated amp from, say, a mid-end integrated amp. Would you get the same sound quality or detail that you get from those from an just, AV receiver? I want to jump in and real quick just say that, Chana, I know that you use uh, a Parasound power amp and you yes. also use Denon okay. on the front end. So you kind of have experience with you know, listening to something with the right. Denon directly or Marantz directly versus, yeah. you know, listening to it through uh, the Denon as a preamp going into the Parasound, right? And so, yeah. you know, you've had ex uh, experiences with different stuff. So basically, yeah. um, for a two-channel setup, um, you know, when yeah. the AVR says it's rated at 110 watts per channel, with two channels driven okay it's it's probably putting out yeah. that much um in a five channel seven channel nine channel 11 channel it's not putting out that much not even right? close not okay. yeah not nearly okay. as close so if if you're worried about um longevity of the receiver if you're worried about sound quality and i think at least a, a lot yeah. of today's sound quality depends on the digital to analog converter in these things since okay. a lot of stuff is streaming, right. um, unless I mean, a lot of these things do have you know phono input, uh, phono stage. If you have a turntable, um, you yeah. mentioned Marantz, and I think like the Marantz SR six zero one four, the SR sixty fourteen, that's uh, a yeah. good one in the like fourteen fifteen hundred dollar price range where it'll process eleven channels, it'll power nine, so you have room to grow. It has all the new. Yeah, and it has pre-outs, yeah. and it also has, um, I wouldn't even call it a pre-in, but it has a 7.2 channel input as well. So if you have like a hi-fi um, disc player, like the Oppo UDP-205 that has 7.2 output, okay. um, yeah. pre-out, you know, that'll go feed right into um, your the Marantz. And that's one of the things that... that uh, Marantz and Denon are different. Even they're they're under the same Sound United umbrella. They have the same looking menus, same layout on the back. The Marantz has that seven channel input, which the Denons don't have. Um, okay. And then, of course, if you know you are running five channels or seven channels or nine channels for Atmos or whatever you get into down the road, having the pre out is awesome because then you can add a five channel amplifier. Like I do, I power my my ear level speakers with a really high current um, uh, amplifier, five channel amplifier, so that I know that each of those speakers are getting 250 watts all the time, and yeah. it's a complete overkill. I, I, and I love it. I, I've seen the the like crazy expensive uh, AV receiver, mm -hmm. like an Arcom. Yes. Or uh, I think the higher end of uh, the Anthem. I'm not so far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like uh, Anthem audio control, all those things are. It, yeah. I I mean, do they, aside from giving you, say, a much cleaner power, does the 
is there a sound difference that you yes. would hear? Yes. So, so what, what you're talking about depends on the AVR's yeah. room correction. Okay. The room correction okay. in yeah. Anthem, Anthem room correction and Dirac live, which you'll find in the very, very high end stuff. Those are on another level. Yeah. And, the, and then you get even to a bigger level when you go to like the Trinov stuff that's got like 32 channel processing, just retarded amount oh. um, of stuff going on with that. And of course, the setup on those machines wow. is, uh, is also more intensive. Um, so how about so, if you were to run a pure direct on all of them, though? Do you think you'd be able to hear a difference? No processing whatsoever. Just yeah, straight I up think, amplifier versus I think amplifier. That's a, good, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. So, if so, you put it in, uh, say, direct to reflect just the sound right. in, say, uh, two ch just a two-channel, would you hear a tonal difference? That, that depends on uh, the listener. That depends clarity. on the listener. Because there, each amplifier okay. each amplifier and speaker combination, uh, each amplifier will affect the speaker differently. Some will have a more neutral yeah. sound. And, and the combinations yeah. of things. Um, uh, I've heard in the Klipsch forums a lot that Klipsch and Parasound sound great together. Mm -hmm. You know, some people don't like the way their Yamaha okay. sounded with their Klipsch, but they like the way the Denon sounded with their Klipsch. So it's, it's, it's really a subjective thing. So it's very hard. And like the reason why I think yeah. the reason why that information is not out there so much is because it's just too yeah. hard to make a blanket statement. Yeah. This think, amplifier is neutral yeah. sounding with these speakers, you know, I'm, and then somebody else hears it and they're like, no, they were too forward sounding. Eh, I totally agree I with like that. that. I'm surprised you didn't say Denon X3600. You always recommend that because you can expand it and add, you know, it has pre out. Yeah. I mean, it's cheaper than that Marantz, but he mentioned Marantz yeah. and oh, he I mentioned see. that he I wants see. better sound quality, especially Correct. for yeah. a, a two channel. So that, that, that Marantz yeah. is like a little, like, like got it. one to one and a half steps higher than that it. Denon X3600H. And um, if he's so using two channel, he might like that HDAM chip. Exactly. The discrete circuitry. The so yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. also take a All look. Right, maybe, great. maybe I, you know, I asked your budget, uh, double that budget would be what Ron has the NAD M10, which is an uh, awesome yeah. two channel oh, yeah, setup. The NAD, yeah. Um, so and cool. it has HDMI and also you may want to take a look if you, you know, that's 3000 bucks somewhere on there, um, 2,500 for, for around yep. 750, I believe they have the NAD D3045, something like that, which is a two channel, yeah. small, small two channel setup with HDMI also. So you have options. So Oh yeah. I forgot to ask Ron if the NAD has a. HDMI. It does. HDMI and uh, ARC. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Thank Super you, guys. Cool. You yeah. Guys yeah. Safe. All yeah. right. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate that. Answer. And you're from the Philippines, so I better be your favorite. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hey, just kidding. Joe, <laughs> I, I didn't uh, know that you were Filipino. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> joke. Joke. <laughs> <means. Come laughs> on, man. I didn't. Come I, I didn't know. He looks Spanish. Oh, hey, okay. I'm going to let you know this. There was a guy that called in from Canada last week and he said the same thing. All right, thing. wait. Thanks for calling, man. Thank you so much. Take right. care. Bye-bye. Take care, man. Oh, goodness. Man. That was great. I, I think hey. that'll be the last call for today. Here's yeah. A quick, sure. Here's a quick question. It's kind of a question. Um, somebody was talking about variable ohms on like the Martin Logans. Um, I just figured it'd be easier to talk about it than it would be to try to type that out. Most speakers have like a variable, um, like a nominal rating. Nominal so, impedance, yeah. 
which basically, hang on, say I'm about to cough. Um, it's basically saying, okay, it's going to average there, but just realize that there's no speaker that's going to always play, you know, like at eight ohms. I mean, basically you're, when you hook up, say for instance, um, an amplifier and you're cranking, you know, some really low bass frequencies, it's going to drop the impedance load on the, you know, so for example, like I know the RF seven threes for the clips, they're eight ohm nominal, but they'll get down to about two, I think it's like 2.6 ohms. And so it's requiring a lot of power from your amplifier. So, um, but they were just kind of wondering, do you see the comment there guys? Which one? No, do you do you have a timestamp or no? Um, nah. So I know when you go to the Martin Logan website here, let's, let's go there. Yeah, they, Dan Donna. They, they do something that kind of is a little bit um, confusing. Like, yeah, he said it's compatible. It's compatible yeah. with four, six, or eight ohm rated amplifiers. Well, the reality is, like I said, you've got a nominal impedance, so that's going to change. So let's just go to here. We go. Boom. <laughs> Man. You guys are seeing this, right? Yeah. Okay. So if we go into specs here, specs slash literature, here's where it's confusing. It's a six ohm speaker right. compatible with four, six, or eight ohm rated amplifiers. Right. Okay. So that that I'm not sure if that's really the main thing, but that can be confusing. Because mm -hmm. even sure. I was like, why do they put that there? Right. Like if I didn't know much about ohms, I'd be like, what I don't know. Well, I think what, what they're trying to say is like they don't want somebody buying an or looking at an amplifier and going, well, my amplifiers says it's rated at four ohms. So therefore I can't buy the Martin Logan speakers because they sure. don't match. So I think right. they're just trying to say, Hey, look, we'll play with just about anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're just trying to avoid the confusion. Yeah. 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 Ron, you have one more question, right? I don't know if you saw it over there, but they were asking about the Adantes. They said, uh, wonder boy asks, are the Adantes long gone and how are the debut reference so far? Yeah, so um, Adantes are long gone. I think there was another question that we missed that somebody kept asking, which was basically why? Why is that? And the reality is we we don't know. We don't have that kind of inside information. Um, you know, I don't know if it was a marketing thing or they just who, – who knows? We'd be guessing, so let's not guess. Uh, Adantes are gone, and the debut reference so far – I got four standards, which is kind of fun to be able to review. They're excellent. I'm totally digging them. Really nice sounding loudspeaker for sure. So I have yeah. the uh, the bookshelf and the center channel. Once I'm done with the Klipsch K horns, um, I'm going to rock the front stage and see how that's going to roll. Nice. Yeah. Hey, we're over on time, guys. Yeah. I hope I'm ready you guys, to eat dinner. Yeah, I'm ready to go do some stuff too. So I hope all of you guys enjoyed this episode. Every Monday, we make it happen. Hey, Chana, do you have the link to the Hi-Fi Summit? Maybe we can throw that up at the end for these guys. I know that was a question that popped up. Yeah, you guys are going to see a lot of that. Right now, it's just the countdown, but it'll it'll be opened up in the next few days. So keep checking. We'll back. ramp it up. Yeah. Keep checking back. Yeah, there. I just dropped it in the chat. Actually, let's do it for all destinations. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Hi-Fi Summit. Boom. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Definitely appreciate everybody. Stay safe. Definitely. Stay safe, everyone. Oh, yeah.
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. On behalf of New Record Day, Joe and Tell, Youth Man, my name is Chana, the Techno Dad. We'll see you guys next Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. As always, keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> he did not go there, man. Oh, I, my I, I didn't even know what I was going to say, and then all of a sudden. Oh, see you guys yeah. later. Have a good one. Peace.